Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Oh, hey, you're probably wondering what you're doing here, but it's episode 245 of Working Glass Bowhunter. That's right. Treat yourself. Could be the middle of your work week when you tune in. You know, you decide it's a tough day at work. I might as well just uh, enjoy myself with a little working class bow hunter blessed to my ears, right into my brainium. Liquid gold. Liquid gold and audio podcast right That's into right. my brain. I guess audio gold. Right into your ear holes. You remember <laughs> what podcast this is, right? What's that again? You remember what podcast this is, right? That's uh, a lot of cocky talk. Ooh. Ooh. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I get a little... Uh, <laughs> I get a little cocky on this one. Do you? Yeah, because this is when. Uh, oh damn! You're riding Eric, that. You're Eric, riding that post hunt. I was riding success. that. Oh. I was riding that high, and Eric missed one, and I was just. Uh, yeah, I think I broke him down a little bit. Dang. This is a really up and down episode because Doug's. I mean, after I missed that buck, which we'll get into that in this episode, but Doug rode my ass fucking hard. Yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> is it on the episode here that we're about to tune into? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I haven't heard it yet. I'll oh, yeah. listen. Oh yeah. I was a little tipsy. It's on here. I was a little tipsy. <clears throat> Ooh. I'm yep. at the bar all day. <laughs> Damn. We'll say that I wasn't there to help you guys produce and record this podcast. So if, <laughs> if it turns out like junk, it's not my fault. Um, but I let. Hey, it's, it's fun. It's good for you guys. That's yeah. what's fun. We can split up and record in two places. So and you uh, know it's your camp. It's not like we're in a fancy studio like we are here. So re- shit happens. Record and have a good time. Yep, I hear you, brother. That's right. I hear you. Uh, the podcast is brought to you by Scent Crusher, ScentCrusher.com, The Room Clean, Ozone Go. Oh, we're going to live out of our gear bags coming up. Well, tote. we are living out of our gear bags now for deer season. Um, HHA Sports, check out HHASports.com, Lifetime Warranty, uh, the Virtus Arrow Rest, the Optimizer Kingpin. You can't go wrong there. Got put to work. If you spend money on a good bow setup, you might as well just get good shit to go lifetime on. Lifetime Warranty. Yeah. Ooh, Lifetime Warranty. That's right. Ever. Elite Archery. These episodes from Nebraska is uh, kind of elite gang. You guys are just like gang gang everywhere, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bang, bang, gang, gang. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> He's got like super Chief Keef on me all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm trying to kill Chief Keef, so. Podcast is also brought to you by Combination Creative. Combination Creative produces our Carbon TV series. Jordan Johnson, the man behind Combination Creative. The it, wizard. It's an a la carte system, if you will. If you're needing 
video content produced, commercials, photos, music, anything websites. you need, websites. All he does everything. Um, if you need it for your outdoor production, if you want to start a podcast, he can help you with graphics. If you want to start a show, he can help you with all that shit. He's got everything you need. Check him out, Combination Creative. I believe it's CombinationCreative.com, or just look it up, Instagram, Facebook. This is 2018. It's all there. I'm sure you can figure it out. <laughs> Google has everything. Look it yeah. up. Well. All right, veteran shout out. We are going with, do we decide? We, did, think... we didn't have one. Steve's not here, and he's not forwarding us the veteran shout outs, so he's anti-American. Yeah, what yeah. a dick. Yeah. We're going to do. Fault. Okay. Let's do, um, what's a, who's someone that we need to get? Let's do Gene Miller. Yeah. That man, Gino. huge is supporter, huge supporter of the show. He is due for some success. Yeah, he needs to kill something. Yeah. Gene, get to it, brother. Should I call it? Kill your year. Oh, Doug's calling it. Man, oof. Ooh. Careful. What does the mustache say? Let me rub it. Miss Cleo. <laughs> Let me rub it. I'm gonna take a drink real quick. Did anyone see that comment the other day of Doug's photo? No. Someone posted on Doug's photos like, hey, Doug, can you come over when you're done there and sweep up my shop with that broom on your face? (laughs) (laughs) I did see that. I was like... (laughs) Hey, can I try to make a prediction? Yeah. It's not going to be as good, I can tell you that. Gene will have something down with his bow. I'm going to call him late on this one. I was thinking a little late, too. December 12th is what I'm feeling. Ooh. That's real late. I was thinking November 23rd. I'm, I feel December twelfth is. I feel that in my soul. I just got totally. Ba- I'm like, dude, that's gun season. But that's gun season for yeah. us. It might yeah, be for us, but I feel by then you'll have something <laughs> good down. I'm saying November twenty third. Okay. By three forty two. Veteran PM. shout out, Gene Miller. Gene Miller. <laughs> if anybody wants to submit someone for a veteran shout out, workingclassbowhunter dot com, the contact tab. Check it out there. Also, check out the latest episode on Carbon TV. The boys from the Virtue, uh, TJ Unger, Brady Miller. Uh, we're having a ton of fun with our Carbon TV series, again, produced by Combination Creative. Uh, Huge shout-out to Jordan, because we couldn't do it without that guy. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome, man. He's on... Did a the, fantastic job this he, time. He's on the same wave awesome. that we're on with all of our ideas and just everything that he does. He gets us. He, he gets us. He does. It's a great team. He's part of our team now. Um, then we got a bunch of episodes coming still for Season 1. Season 2, we got a ton of stuff planned. But let's just quit yapping Let you guys enjoy this Nebraska episode and uh, it sounds like it was a good time. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm going to listen when we air this. So, From what I remember, it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you guys drinking? Yes. Okay. So we'll just give you a little little sneak peek. So Doug shot this early in the morning. I go out the afternoon, and before I leave to go out for the afternoon, Doug, TJ, and Brady, Brady, and then Clint Swock. Clint met us at them. the bar. And they, were the, they went there at 2 p.m. Oh, Mm, okay, so this is going to be, be a fun. Good one. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's interesting for sure. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. 
Here in Arden, Arnold, Nebraska. With a side of ranch. With a side of ranch. That's good. That's mm. good. Wow. Welcome, folks. That's Welcome. pretty good. Welcome, All everyone. Right. So thi- oh. oh, we lost it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this episode, we're going to cover what Hidden Valley Outfitters is. Mm-hmm. So we got uh, Corey Peterson here with us. Yep. We have Clint Squatch. 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 <laughs> Squatch. How do you say your last name? Squawk. Squawk. Swahili. Swahilian? Okay. <laughs> we got Porn Stash. Hello. We got Brady Miller. What's going on, everybody? And we got Stephen Muller. A.K.A. T.J. Unger. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, so this episode we're going to cover, we're going to switch over here to Corey Peterson. Tell us who you are, how this got started, and what the hell is going on here. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. Corey Peterson. Born and raised here, Arnold, Nebraska, central middle of the United States, basically, where Nebraska located. Right on the edge of the sand hills of Nebraska. Um, started our business, I think this is year 17, is what we officially said. And uh, just been hunting my whole life, and we decided we wanted to take some people out every now and then, and it's kind of grew over the years. Um, we're all sitting here tonight because uh, old Philip Vanderpool, uh, Asked me this spring after a turkey hunt if we wanted to do a early season velvet bow hunt, which uh, Nebraska Game Parks kind of opened that up two years ago, changed the dates on us so we could go to September 1st. So we thought we'd give it a whirl with way the weather was going to be. We didn't know, but it's been a pretty darn good camp. So now you got all us horses' ass in camp with you. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. How'd you get so lucky? Yeah. Well, well TJ, you- I've met you at the NWTF and. It's been just a good standing relationship ever since. Mm-hmm. Did or, you ex- a bad, or a bad relationship, right? You, you don't have to lie. Did you me. expect you all of this when we when he said we were all coming to camp? Yeah, you know, everybody says, oh, it's a bunch of good guys. And I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah. so it's a bunch yeah. of idiots that are showing up that just miss all the time. <laughs> oh, just a awesome. couple. Awesome. So what do, you, what, uh, what do you guys offer here at Hidden Valley? Yeah, we do outfits. whitetail, mule deer, um, you know, tree stand hunts to spot and stock. Uh, we do so we book some uh, antelope and elk hunts uh, for here and in Wyoming. Um, mainly, uh, we do a lot of Merriam's turkeys in the spring. You got a um, shitload of them fuckers here, don't you? Yeah, there are turkeys just a few running Jesus. around. Uh-huh. And uh, how do you spell that? Shitload. S H it load. That's how you spell that. <laughs> There really is. is. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think we killed 198 longbeards last year. Goodness. Holy cow! Why didn't you make it 200? Well, I know that's what the question I got. I guess I, <laughs> You're missing me and Eric, apparently. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, we better come apparently. up. Apparently, 
Yeah. He didn't have enough arrows to come out and shoot one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that later, huh? Burn, that is a savage Damn, burn. That is Ouch. savage shit right Corey there. Peterson, that that's right. That's right. Burn. Hey, I can take it. That's fine. That's fine. So you guys offer archery. Archery, rifle, and muzzleloader. It's the whole month of December. Our gun season's a nine-day season, the second weekend of November. And then, of course, we start bow hunting September 1st and runs all the way to the end of the year. Okay. Where can people find you? Uh, Hidden Valley Outfitter.com. Outfitter? Outfitter. Don't go Outfitter. They'll send you someplace in Montana. Hmm. Montana, huh? Yeah, Montana. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't go there. Yep, we got a pretty. <laughs> that shit's garbage. We got a pretty kick ass website. Check it out. Um, you know, there's a list of testimonials and everything else. But yeah, hey, everybody here can contest. We've got the deer. We'll put you on them. That's you right. Are, that's right. You sure. also have some pretty outstanding food. Yeah. yeah, that's a yep. fact. It's a family business. Uh, Scientific. You know fact. the old the old mother cleans the house, keeps your beds changed, and keeps you all in line. And then uh, our aunt Jeannie does all the cooking. And aunt Jeannie made some French toast this morning. That, I'll be honest, that's, that's the only reason French I came toast. here. Today. I wanted to take a dog. I think back. that was the best French toast I've ever had. Yeah, I'll go life. ahead and say it right now. That was the best Good French grief. toast I've ever had as well. Just have a bug French toast, really. I don't even yeah. call it French toast for real. I'll just call it amazing. Like, yeah. Royal French toast. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. French toast. Mm. Nice thing about our meals around here, you know, Dan Blowers is involved. We're just farmers and ranchers. It ain't like uh, this is our number one business for any means. Uh, we just work the land. We've been doing it our whole life. Uh, I think I'm a fifth generation farmer around here. Our parent or my great 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 grandparents homesteaded out here. Dan's the same way, and so we uh, everything you eat here is. Raised in Nebraska, usually. Our beef, our pork, everything here is, comes local. All from us. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. That is cool. You know, are uh, crossbows legal here? Crossbows are legal here now. They yep. are? I think two two or three years ago, yep, crossbows are now legal. You know, Corey, and honestly, you know, that, that basically looking at it as your fifth generation, I mean, you know the land. And if you know the land as far as farming and everything, you know what the deer do. Yeah. Um, so that that really is a big thing for hunters coming in is you know where the deer are, you know what they like, when they move, and all that. And it's it's insane how much you learn just going out with Corey because you know the first couple of days we kind of went out by ourselves and like it's kind of a crapshoot, you know. You're like, okay, we're used to sitting in a tree and waiting for the deer to come to us, you know. Now you're oh, yeah. climbing fucking mountains and. Doing all kinds of crazy shit, glass they're, they're, and they're, they're sandhills, not mountains. Oh, sandhills, mountains, it, whatever. It's not like Corey's managing forty acres. You no, know, so no. when you say he understands land, how many acres do you guys? Can uh, we're right up at sixty thousand right now. Sixty thousand. Yeah, we we do Good lease grief. some ground. It, it ain't all family owned owned ground. We do lease some ground from a couple of neighbors who were same deal, high school buddies. You know, just we grew up together, and mm-hmm. we never intended to. Uh, really tie up a bunch of ground but it's just the way it's worked out because i guess everybody trusts us because we live here we do everything every day with everybody so how this get all started like what made you think okay i'm gonna go in and start doing guided hunts and having people come in and hunt here i've been doing it you know my whole life since i was a little kid i was always taking out family members just got kind of tired of that and said hey if we can make a little coin off of it you (laughs) know it's all the money right yeah it ain't all the money no if if it was about money i wouldn't be here right now right it's the enjoyment of having everybody come in here and go hunting with us. Um, it's get to meet a lot of different people, and the people in town obviously love it when we bring people yeah, to town. You sure. know, 
Because um, then they go to the tavern and spend a bunch of money, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's yeah. Actually, what are you, what that's are you trying to say? Uh, no, I'm just, I'm yeah, just been there since making a... Yeah, we did that already. That's exactly what I was going to say, though. Like, you know, it's one thing to go to an outfitter and have the hospitality that you do as a paying customer or whatever. And those, you know, those those folks are they're paid to do their right. job and to take care of you. But the the town of Arnold literally embraced us before yeah. we've got, you Which, know, before we've gotten yeah. here. I mean, we've you're got, driving down the road and everyone's waving at you. Everybody's huh? waving at you. Even the, if they're sitting outside drinking. Whether it's a convenience it's store. It's a town the, of 600 people, right? Yep. It's awesome. Yep. Yeah. 587, give or take, if somebody died today or not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, or, or, or not. if or, they're born tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you just have a cup full. Give Cool thing is, you know, we rolled in town and the the motel hotel whatever you want to call yeah. it down there had a big sign up there said welcome virtue tv welcome respect the game welcome carbon tv you know that's yeah. that's a good feeling coming into town yeah. um you definitely feel welcome here and um you know there's a bunch of good people oh well, yeah i mean we got there and there was no one at the front desk and tj calls him and <laughs> he's like he's like i feel so bad because it says clearly on the sign check in at 3 p.m so we show up at 6 a.m <laughs> He goes, I feel so bad. I feel so bad for calling you, but we just got in town, and she was the nicest lady ever. She was so sweet. She's like, oh, yeah, it's no big deal. Yeah. It's like, there's keys there. Just grab them and go on in. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a small town life, you know. I mean, it, sure. it ain't like uh, the big motel chains that are out along the interstate or something where there's somebody behind the counter 24-7. Right, right. Yeah. Every nice, time. Great thing about this town, you don't have to lock your truck. You don't have to worry about people stealing your stuff. We've got an old lady across the street to make sure you know she's keeping 24-7 on everything we do. For instance, we were hunting this morning, and somebody parked a pickup, which is me, parked my bail pickup in front of the dumpsters, and next thing I know, I'm getting a call <laughs> from the village of Arnold saying, move your truck so we can pick up the trash. <laughs> well, yeah, great. last night we got back into camp, and I said, Corey, is okay if I leave my bow in the back of the truck? And he kind of looks at me like, Why yeah, no one steals shit around Why here. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Back home, you put that shit right in the Gone. safe. Yeah. 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 So, if anybody I mean, steals anything around here, we know about it. We'll right. find them and... I mean, the you walk around. Not very pretty, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you walk around here and you ask, "Hey, do you know Corey Peterson?" They're like, "Dude, they're like, oh yeah." They're like, yeah. who the hell is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure they do. No, it's a good time. I mean, small town feeling, and you definitely get it here. Just the terrain that we have around here is kind of exceptional. Everybody thinks Nebraska is nice and flat when you drive through the interstate, and you get up here on the edge of the sand hills, and it's. It's Big hill flat. country. This is, this is, it's Corey's fucking crazy. Opposite I haven't yeah. seen anything flat yet. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. That's the number one peop- thing. People show up in the dark, take them out the first morning, and they're like, holy cow, I can't believe That's it. how it was when we came in because we're driving in pitch black so you don't get to see the terrain off in the distance or anything. Next morning we go out hunt or the afternoon. I'm like, do we drive Where by this shit? Yeah. Where the Where'd hell that did this mountain come from? from? It's fucking insane. And then the wind around here, good grief. Yeah, today was a breezy one. Can't blame the wind. <clears throat> yeah, no excuses. Yeah, Eric. And not to say that it's big country that anybody of any age can come home. We take guys all the way, you know, elderly, you know, that can hardly get around. We make it work. We Whatever happens, we make it happen. Right. If you are you can't walk, that's fine. We've got rangers. We've got blinds. We've got tree stands. We've got pickups. You know, I said the biggest the biggest tree stand I got is my Dodge. It's a Nebraska tree stand. You know, right. Put the spot and scope on the window and we'll sit there and see what Nebraska we find and I'll figure out how to get you there after that. That's, all, that's fucking Fantastic. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, you guys got quite a bit of uh, rangers too, right? Yeah, yeah, we've got I don't know, it, it's a working ranch operation between me and Dan, so you know I mean, between all of us we've probably got eight or nine. So. Yeah, so and, you, and you just definitely the, get hunters around. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just you're not going to be bottled up, and if you say you can't walk, you know, 
Of course, you're going to have to walk a little bit to make the kill, but sure. Um, ultimately, we'll get you where you need to be. And just like you were saying about the terrain, I mean, you got everything here. You got these sand hills. You got a lot of agricultural. agricultural. You got you know soybeans, corn, alfalfa, marijuana, alfalfa, marijuana. Mar- <laughs> yeah, marijuana around. Oh, everybody's uh, enthused about this trip. We had a lot of rain yeah. this year, and they used to grow hemp back in the fifties, I guess, is like for the. I don't know, World War Two. I don't know, forties, mm-hmm. fifties. I don't know, but it's yeah, it's kind of like a weed, but it's good dove hunting around that stuff. That shit's oh, fucking imagine. everywhere. It is. It, it just everywhere. pops up where you wouldn't yeah. think it'd be. And it's crazy because deer like to bet in it. <laughs> yeah, they do, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely do. And they like to eat it too. We we witnessed that last night, didn't really? We? Yeah, this dipshit. We wow. he got up out of bed and we're like, oh, he's gonna go feed. And then we he goes down, and starts munching on this marijuana. And we're like, that's a wait a second here. Animal. No, it's not, because you're like, okay, you're going to eat some marijuana, and then you're just going to get the munchies after that, so it's kind of like... <laughs> you just get hungry. Yeah, you just get hungry, hungry from being hungry, right. Huh. Totally sounds fun. <laughs> it was weird. It was fucking weird. <laughs> All right, let's switch over to Doug, because he's got a story to tell. Here we go. Yeah, we do. What happened? You're an idiot? Well, well, I'm not going to lie to you. We killed one. What? You did. You no, did. I did. So run us through what happened. What did you, you kill? Now we're gonna, we'll we get to the beautiful velvet mule deer. It is beautiful. Oh yeah. So that's your first mule deer ever. First first velvet stock ever with a bow. And first ever. And first velvet. And anything. First deer on camera, right? First deer on camera, also yeah. That's awesome. It was a lot of first for me. But Corey we're, took we me. We break in virgins every week. So. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you pop everyone's oh, cherry out, around here? That came out weird. Corey yeah. took me out there. It wasn't easy. Can we retake that? A little rough, but we got So <laughs> run us got run us through what happened. Like, give us the breakdown of how oh, this boy. hunt went down. Did we walk? <laughs> but we went out all the way out to uh, the dirt road that we've been hunting earlier, me and Eric and uh, Jason and Colton. Yep. And Corey took us out, just me and Colton this time filming colin's filming me Corey said he's done screwing around he's gonna take me out and actually show me how it's done which he did went out way to the left from the dirt road would we glass for just a little bit not too long oh maybe 20 25 minutes saw some does yeah because when Corey's glassing he's like oh, he's so oh, there ain't fast. nothing here there ain't oh nothing God. here here's like, me, like me. i barely get my binos yeah. out and he's like oh yeah there ain't literally oh my pouch get my binos out he goes we're moving i'm like okay <laughs> <I'm> an idiot <laughs> Anyways, you see some does. He turns to me and goes, you ready to do some walking? I'm like, why? He's like, we're going way over there to the right. I'm like, all right. Walk way. What do we walk? Four miles? So before this, but so the night before, was it the night before or the morning before? Morning it doesn't before. Matter. So we see, we see a good buck up on this hill. And we were, we did the same thing. We walk into the left. We're up on this ridge. In the distance, we can see two bucks. I think there was a doe there. There's a group of four, maybe. I think. Yeah. But we two tell, bucks for sure. Yeah, we tell one was nice, and we're like, man, we ain't going to walk all like the way two over miles there. away. And then we get back, and everyone's like, fuck, we walked twice as far <laughs> as that to go get a buck. And we're like, yeah, we're idiots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so you we, guys come back that night, and uh, I was asking, did you make it to here? Did you make it to here? And you're like, well, no. We went right up the ridge, you said, and then we went maybe down this draw, and that's about it. I said, well, you didn't even cover this We didn't here. even cover a third of the fucking parking lot. Yeah, he made us look like idiots real quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> sure. For not, sure. Not my job to make you look like idiots. You do a good enough job by yourself. <laughs> that's, that's a <laughs> fact. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's a, that's a <laughs> fact. Savage bird. Not hard, right? Just a bunch of horse's ass around here. <laughs> bunch of horse's ass. <laughs> yeah, you learned, you learned a new song. I did learn a new song. How's it go? 
uh, something about coming back to Southern Iowa just to be a horse's ass. Now you mess it up, but okay, well, maybe, you tried. Maybe I fucked up. Paris but anyways, back. back to your story. So we go all the way to the right, about three and a half miles. Check this old hunting blind that some uh, Link Larry found back in the what a few days ago. Yeah, me and Larry were in there. Um, we'd actually same same area. Um, me and Larry had pulled up there a couple days before and did some glassing with Ryan, and and uh, we'd seen one buck. It was really good, and we said we were gonna make a move on him. But in the process of getting there, we stumbled across two others. Next thing you know, there's three bucks, and we're trying to get up That's on right. them, and and uh, all of a sudden some rain moved in that morning it was heavy mist turned into rain we kind of you know carrying a lot of camera equipment so we kind of peeled stuff underneath our coats and said yeah seeing it work we can't glass 60 70 yards in front of us we kind of moved out of there and so i sent you guys down there the next morning you know that's what we're all about we could have sent you guys to a gar hole but we just kind of <laughs> but said, you oh, did, i guess they're good nice enough guy. guys no, we'll that's, that's, just, down there. that's where you sent tj and brady <laughs> right <laughs> uh, yeah but anyway we, i mean Different deer, same deer. Who knows? We got yeah, we don't deer know. Running I mean. around, but we uh, yeah, we moved in on this deer that morning. And how far away did you see him? Oh, I bet he was probably four, five hundred yards. Maybe we glassed across the way, and he was feeding, feeding up on top of. Maybe he was on pretty high hill, feeding away all by himself. That was a nice key deal to have. Cause mm-hmm. You didn't have a lot of extra eyes looking at you. Sure. Yeah, we were glassing sure. him, and Corey goes. There's a buck right there, and he looks at him and he goes, "You shoot him, I'm like, fuck yeah, I shoot him." And they turn the camera, like, yeah, shoot him. "Frick yeah, I shoot him." <laughs> so we try to explain what we're gonna do, sneak up on him. I mean, he did he did it perfectly and went us to our favor the whole time. Went down the hill, snuck I, over there. I told you, I said, "Hey, that draw is pretty long." I said, "It's got a little little shoe that comes out the he, side on the left." I said, "He might be right there, bedded up." He predicted right where he was gonna go. It was crazy. Hmm. It's didn't insane. Take, he could do whatever he wanted to, but he went right where Corey told him he's going to be. Ten minutes, we were there on top of the butt. Oh, yeah. Just right over top of the ridge and fucking... Got <laughs> top of the ridge, snuck down a little bit, and Corey's like, he's right down the bottom. I was like, oh, I can't see him. He's like, I can't see he's him. He's like, just follow me. Just follow me. <laughs> I can't see him. He get, we get down like a yucca bush, hide behind him. He goes, he's 50 yards. I'm like, all right. Put my pen at 50 yards. He's courting away pretty hard. He's like, just send it right in there. I'm like, all right. He's like, just calm down. Just sent it right in there. I'm like, all right, take deep breaths, pull back. And we were fighting some wind, too. Yeah. yeah. And I told you, too. I said, hey, don't worry about your left or right on this. We're facing It's a heavy south wind. We're facing right into it. So you might get a little lift on yeah, the arrow. But. I literally put it right on him, yep. right where I wanted to go, and shot. And actually spined him, but still caught lung down in there. But he, right when I hit him. Oh, the old dying buck roar. And I was just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, of course he's just like a kid in a candy store. He goes, oh yeah, oh great. Well, that's what I'll tell you right now. Like, knock down. Yeah. Like, knock it down, you dipshit. I'm like, yeah. I know we're excited, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I hit him. I hit him. Hooping hollering. Hooping hollering. He's, not even, he's, he's not even dead yet. I, I will say that when, when Doug kills a deer, he's. Voice starts cracking his. Oh yeah, I turned to your old kid. Oh god! <laughs> oh, yeah, and then, you know I hate doing that and telling guys. I mean, gun season, muzzleloader season. Yeah, you can shoot, you can hoot and holler and all you want, but archery season, man. If that buck's still running, I mean, just just got to calm guys down. You know, we don't want to be letting them know where we're at and what's going on because they have no idea we were there to begin with. Well, we'll get into a little bit of that situation with my story, but okay, continue, <laughs> Doug. So uh, I spined him. And he goes down, ass down, for a little bit. And he laid down pretty, I mean, he was dying anyways, but we snuck up 20 yards and finished him off. Yep. Made a quick ethical kill. 
Yeah, it was too. Yeah, so we need I mean, to get, we need to get in there and quick. just just get one in him because we don't want him just sitting there suffering. Sure, sure. I mean, I I respect these. Yeah, and I'm trying to there. sprint at him. Corey's like, just take your time. I'm like, trying to just get out there. Last thing I need him going <laughs> <laughs> like he just rolled over out of the bathroom when he was watching Pornhub or something, <laughs> which is true. <laughs> that was Doug that morning. Relatable, morning, probably. It's relatable. relatable. It's pretty fitting there, right? for the very relatable. Yeah, yeah. So we went up there and made the ethical kill, finished him off. He's perfect velvet. Hardly anything touched him. He's just beautiful. It was beautiful. awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. He is a beautiful deer. Great I mean, beer. and too, with the, with the velvet, I mean, that's something we don't get to experience At being all. from Iowa. Because, you know, we get a lot of trail cam pictures of velvet and all this shit. But, you know, our season opener is October 1st. And by that time, it's all, all the velvet's gone. Well, and that brings up another story here. You know, September 1st, when uh, Larry and Philip Vanderpool showed up, you know, all the bucks were in velvet. And mm-hmm. we had trail cams out. We were looking at pictures. And then, of course, you know, we were seeing a lot of green beans and the mule deer are hanging out in them. But within the last 10 days, you guys have been up here and we've been tipping shit over. It's been, I mean, well, I they mean just, even, they've just come out of it. Even shit from, over. Even from when Larry and Philip got here till we got here, you know, the beans started changing, the velvet started falling off, and a lot of shit changes within that tiny little window, yep, you know. yep. We've been seeing a lot of hard horn bucks popping mm-hmm. up in the last couple of days. Yep. But, I mean, we've been seeing a lot of still bucks in there. So I think you're good till about the 15th. You know, you might catch a mule deer later on still in the velvet. But, yeah, if you're wanting to kill a, a velvet buck here, you got to be in that first window, uh, September 1st, <clears throat> and get right on them. And like we said in previous episodes, I mean, Nebraska is over-the-counter tag. So you buy... I think it was two hundred and sixty some dollars for yeah, with the habitat stamp. With the habitat and stamp, yep. and it's a deer tag, so you can kill either a whitetail or a muley yep. with that tag. Used to be nice. certain units, but they opened it back up last year. Yeah, last year I think they changed it back up and went back to archery's the only one that does that. Um, it's a statewide either species tag. So saying if you come in with a rifle or a muzzleloader, you have to buy either or? Um, you can still buy a, a, the tag. It's a, where we mainly hunt a lot of our places uh, called the Buffalo MDCA. So you got to buy that tag. But there's 1,700 permits issued. It's a still an over-the-counter tag. You just have to get it bought. So you can't wait till the last minute to decide you want to come to Nebraska go hunting. you got to get a hold of me in July. And uh, that's when they come online and just, just buy the tag. I think there's like 186 tags I looked at today still available. But it's still a deer tag where you can shoot either one. You can or. shoot either one. Okay, cool. And that's, that's the whole deal. We just try to kill the biggest motherfucker on the place. That's right. <laughs> T- just tip shit over, right? That's just right. tip shit over. Honestly, tip that's, shit over. that's such a cool thing about that either or, too, is, you know, TJ and I, we hunted for, um, first night we hunted whitetails. The next two days we hunted mule deer. We, we hiked and hiked and hiked and hunted mule deer. Um, didn't have any luck with mule deer, but we stumbled upon a good whitetail bedded. Right. And I had that opportunity. I was like, you know what? You know, my tag is good for either or. Um, even though I mainly came here for mule deer. Mule deer, yep. Um, you know, I had the opportunity to good whitetail, and I'm like, I'm yeah, not going to waste it. You're not going to pass, that, really up. pass that one up. Yeah, and it's so cool to be able to have that tag where you can do either or because cause they just kind of mix in through here. I mean, you can yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, you, you, can, don't, you don't see any segregation, really. I mean, you do in some areas where they'll hold more mule deer than the whitetails will be. I mean, the only problem with the early season, I would say, is if you're really focused on a real big whitetail, um, there's a lot of corn standing. And, yeah. mm-hmm. and them some Definitely. bucks, they like to hang out in that stuff. Well, and that's just like back home in Iowa. I mean, when when the corn goes out, you see a lot more freaking deer oh, than yeah. with it in because they're, they're in there hiding. Yeah, what's really cool about out here is 
is the pivots because honestly throughout i don't i don't know of anywhere else in the country i'm sure there is other places but like in the midwest we don't have pivots like that well you guys get a lot more rain i mean our average rainfall is 19 inches mm, so insane. we have to supplement to grow 230 bushel corn we got to have that's crazy yeah. that's just another it's just it's really neat especially if you look at like the onyx max or something from up above you just see all these round circles. round yeah. fields they're not just, square like you yeah. would see in iowa at home, it's all square Illinois and they use the gps yeah. and they just go back and forth sure. back and forth it's like cross sure. circles to me almost it does i think it looks like pizza <laughs> pizza mm-hmm. all right mm. what like with a piece missing or just pizza. Just pizza? <laughs> like, what kind of pizza? Just like, uh, I don't know. Cheese pizza, pepperoni pizza, <laughs> meat lovers. Meat lovers, like pizza, taco yeah. right. pizza, chicken, right. chicken maker ranch. a bunch of pizza. So Doug connected with this deer. He got it down. Oh, it was yeah. a good day. Great day. In the, except this asshole calls me. <laughs> I answer. And uh, there was no one talking on the other Why, end, Why'd so you I'm answer like, your phone? You were hunting. Were you not? Or were you back laying in the house? Hey, you, were no, s- you were sleeping quite a bit this week. You did sleep a little. Oh, you were Larry McCoy. That's right. You were on duty. <laughs> yeah, I was Larry because oh, yeah, we yeah. had to stop because we just got out of the buggy. I was like, oh, shit, Doug just called me. Or no, he called. I answered. Nothing. I'm like, I better call him back because he might have a buck down. Which call him back. No answer. And I look at these guys, and Larry goes, what an asshole. He calls you, you call him back, and he doesn't fucking answer. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, all right, fuck well, it. Let's keep going. That is Let's keep going. But I heard that is word for I word. I didn't have much reception. <laughs> That's what he said. He goes, <laughs> I said, well, he didn't answer, but so screw him. Let's keep when going. I do, when I finally do call you answer, what did you say? I was like, bug down. And he goes, send pictures. Send no, pictures. There's nothing. No congrats or anything. Just <laughs> yeah. send pictures. Yeah. That's because well, I'm an asshole. Well, all well you sent, that's true. All you sent in the group snap yeah. was like a picture of, of maybe a little fur. <laughs> oh, you were sending a teaser. Yeah. yeah. See, that's what's yeah. funny because when, when I killed mine the other night, um, I yeah, was, but you, we were in a group text, all all us guys here at camp, and we got Snapchat and all that stuff, and it was just like a tine here, a tine there, a part of the main bean. Yeah, he sent a tine. I, I just sent the arrow. And everyone's yeah. like, send the freaking deer. Yeah, and I know, and then and we're like, where in the fuck is the pictures at? Like, come on, like get this, get your shit together. So we get on top of the hill real quick. <laughs> I just sent a picture of the arrow in the deer, and that's and, it. Oh my that's God, all my we get. Blew up. For we, probably, thought, we actually thought you killed a doe. Yeah, <laughs> all of us back here thought you killed a nanny. But okay, so he sends this well, picture of just an arrow in the spine, and like, you mean the one that was caught in the fence? Probably half an hour goes by, <laughs> and we don't hear nothing. Like, yeah, lost not reception. a peep, nothing. No. And I, I'm texting Colton, I'm texting everyone. I'm like, what the hell is going on over there? Even the working class boner guys in the message are like, I'm going to kill somebody if I get antlers <laughs> yeah. in 10 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about an hour later before I said yeah. anything else. <laughs> so so your shot was not just your average, like, 20-yard oh, no, shot. Oh, no. He told me it was 50, and I, I put it right on him. He said, what are you good at? I said, give me in 60 yeah, and we're good. Why are you mean mugging me? I didn't mean right. to Man. like call you I out mean, and say. Uh, so I actually know how to shoot a bow at 60 or lower. All I'm and saying some is. Some people struggle at 20. You guys just got your brand new bows just recently. Just recently. you know, I actually decided to buy an incorrectly. What, what are you shooting? I've never seen I'm shooting a the League Ritual. World Class Boner Edition. Beautiful bow. Shoots perfect. She's a beaut. I mean, if you sight it in right, it shoots Fantastically, you, you live in Iowa. You, you just got to put it on the deer and actually shoot it, and then you'll kill it. <laughs> Eric, I can't contest that. I'd love to have that opportunity, but I've been guiding you guys around. I haven't had a chance to take mine out yet. I mean, Corey saw me shoot mine, so I figured, you know. So you shot this deer after right? me. Someone else would do the same as me, but you think they would follow suit? You right? think they'd follow suit? 
So you saw yeah, the, you did. shot this deer at 50. 50 it's not 50 just your average 20-yard you know, chip shot. So that's a hell of a book. Speaking of a 20-yard chip shot. That's where we're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brady, we're moving on to that. Yeah, <laughs> just, we're, we're, we're getting there. I wanted to make sure we were going that direction. Is that the sound of someone joking? All right, so now, so now that we're... <laughs> So now that everyone so now knows that done making fun someone fucked up a 20-yard yeah. shot, that was me. General chops. I messed it up. General chops. You didn't suck it up. Let you just wanted to go, go home with me again tomorrow. Just make it clean and simple. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to hang out with Corey again in the morning. Yeah, he's a so pretty good dude. He's yeah. a pretty he is. Good dude. Is that he's really fun. what you wanted to do? Smells yeah. good, you yeah. know, just walks right. He's a hell of a cook. He knows his meal, dear. He's going to make a good wife someday. You want a daytime pitcher? Is that what it is? Pardon? You want a daytime pitcher? Night, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right. Oh, it was Thanks, pretty. Clint. It was pretty light out. <laughs> Eric, and we had plenty of time. Let's for hear it. what happened. Let's hear this story. <laughs> let's hear the story. All right, so we get in this in the sea and hills they call it, <laughs> and we're jumping from hill to hill, glass and glass and glass and nothing. And finally, Jason goes, "Hey, I see two deer down there." Jason Walls. Jason Walls. Shout out Jason Walls. Mm-hmm. He spotted them. And uh, well, we were checking out lesbian does. We were mm-hmm. lesbian does, yeah, because yeah. they were. We better look at more. They might grow horns someday. Maybe someday. That is interesting. But anyway, so Jason says this, and me and Corey both look over there, and Corey goes, "There's two of them. They're both nice. Hard horn. <laughs> the one in velvet <laughs> is a fucking giant." <laughs> <laughs> Word for word. I don't know if anyone can see his hand gestures right now, but they're yeah, fantastic. It's, it's, it's spot on. He has fake I mean, binocs. Right I, I'm, I'm holding up binos like, and talking sideways like he's talking to me. He goes, the one in velvet's a fucking giant. I'm like, fuck yeah. So we're glassing these things. We're watching them, and they bed down, and he's like, let's go. So I'm like, all right, here we go. And it wasn't How like we could just walk right at him, though. I mean, no, no. It's, I mean, it's a backtrack. Would, would it take us two hours to get over there? Yeah. Yep. Right. Two, two hours. hours to, from like by the time we spotted them to the time we got over there, it was probably about two hours. And uh, and they were maybe maybe a mere what maybe three quarters of a mile away. Right. Yeah, but it took us two hours to get over to them. You know, just, we're jumping behind just, hills just to hide ourselves, not trying to. It's a spot and stock situation. So where you're mm-hmm. sitting there, you're you don't want to skyline yourself. You right. don't want to. You know, so we're constantly glassing. Oh shit, we got to back up and go five hundred yards back this way, and then. We get back there, oh, that ain't going to work either. So then we go back this way and that way and shit. And by the way, this is the most perfect situation you could ever ask for, and I fucked it up. Scale but from anyways. 1 to 10, how, did, how nervous were you? Uh, 1,226. Mm-hmm. But he acted pretty calm. On a scale of 1 to 10, how, Eric, how far? You, you went way over. <laughs> I know. Okay. But anyway, so we get, not 40. we get around. We, we, get all had, the, we had some humor in the talk while we were walking. Oh, I, absolutely. I said, shit, I've been putting my hands and my knees in cactus and everything else. And what was that you comment you made or something? I said, God, I think I even got something me and Jason picked <laughs> no, up I, and no, poison you, ivy yeah, or poison something. Poison ivy. And I, go, I, go, I said, well, don't wet your balls and then touch my eye. I got pink eye from that or no, something. He, he goes, <laughs> what? No, he goes, he goes, I got poison ivy everywhere. I'm like, well, don't touch me. And he, like, grabs my face and shit. I'm like, hey, man, knock it off. That's how you get pink eye. <laughs> It's not how you get but anyway, no, it's not. <laughs> I just made that shit up. But anyway, so we we get all the way around these bucks, and we're coming up on the they're they're on a on the downside of a ridge or a little hill, I guess you would call it. Valley, let's call it a valley. Like on like, the side of a hill, they're bedding down a, on the side you, of a hill. Which slope? Maybe a slope. Well, you can't even call it that. The sandals are different. I mean, there ain't In no like the deep deep canyons, you know, like uh, where you and TJ were hunting Brady. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. you guys were in yeah. some deep stuff, 
glass down and then go straight up the other side, you know, rolling hills. The sand hills are, they'll catch you because you think it looks nice and kind of like a little swells go here and there, and then all of a sudden, boom, you got, you're dropping down 30 yards, you're coming up 40 yards on the other side. You don't know if you're going to jump other deer trying to get to them. Right, because when, when, you know, looking at them, when we first spotted them, you're like, okay, we're going to go around this way. And you look over there and you're like, oh, that's not going to be that bad until you got to go over 27 hills, you know. There's a lot of hills out here. There is, there is. So we get all the way around, hop the fence, get up on these things, and we're coming up the backside of this hill. And, you know, I let Corey go first, you know, so we're not popping. Thank you for that. You weren't weren't just trying to be a – be involved, I guess. You, you're being involved, but you're like, hey, I'm relying on this guy. One guy's enough in this situation. Well, I didn't want them to see multiple exactly. people, so I'm, exactly. I, I let you do your yep. thing. You spot them, and then Corey would say, okay, come up here and glass them. Or, you know, he would say, stay back or whatever. So I just let him do his thing. He knows what the hell he's doing. I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Obviously. So, hey, why don't you go piss up a rope? <laughs> piss up a rope. So we finally get on the backside of this hill, and we're army crawling all the way up this thing. And finally, he's How many cactus up. did you get? I got zero. Oh. But shout out to Jason because at one point I looked over and I just hear, fuck, fuck, fuck. And he's got like five in his hand. Oh. Like the whole the whole cactus Trooper. plant. Trooper. And he's sitting there picking them out. Okay. Real deal cactus. So we get up. We're army crawling. He gets up. Corey kind of gets on his knees, glasses over, and he's like, Twenty yards. They hear you saying twenty yards. No, we weren't twenty. We were. Tell them what they said. Twenty-seven the first time. Twenty-seven. I know. I'm. I'm, (laughs) You're doing the quiet. I'm doing the Philip with my hands. Doing the Philip Vanderbilt. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. So and then he's like, "Okay, let's scoot over a little bit." So we scoot over. No, they were they were bedded down right next to each other, looking the opposite direction. So I'm telling you, it was textbook perfect. Textbook. Oh. Oh, I lost everything. Oh, you unplugged it. Anyways, we're still going. Mm. So we get over this hill. God damn it, TJ. All right, we're back. Okay, so we get Corey's spots him over this hill. He's like, all right, come here. He's like, you're going to have to get up on your knees to see these fuckers. I'm like, all right. So I get up on my knees. I know, it's all right. But uh, I get up, and I'm like, I can't see their body at all. Everyone good? The left ear's gone. It's all right. Now we're losing Technical difficulties. Yeah. Oh, oh, there you go. There you go. Wiggle it one way to the left, one way to the right. Oh. Put some KY on it if we need to. Corey sounds so good when he says like that. There we go. Oh, Jesus, Brady. Huh. We good? We might just have the right one. It's Can right. hear anything? It's all right. All right. Kind of annoying, but. We good? So, okay. Let's get back to this. So, I kneel up, and I can only see about. Maybe a third of their neck, the head, antlers. I'm like, I can't see their body at all. So I'm like, Corey, I got to stand up. He's like, well, if, they, if you stand up, they might stand up. So if they do, you got to be super fucking quick and get a shot off. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. Well, had- most, most mule deer will just, I mean, you're jumping them out of their bed. Right. I mean, they're cagey son of bitches. Even though you can drive by them in the truck at. You know, 100 yards, and they'll look at you as dumb with their ears all flapping out. And, and they'll just sit there. Yeah, but Hell, if we you're out there, we're, yards, we're, we're catching them out of their bed. I mean, I mean, they're they're used to coyotes and everything else trying to sneak up on mm-hmm. their ass. So. Right. And I'm at this like point, it. they're really content and everything. They're not really worried about 
everything else, are they? Well, they had no idea we were there. I no. Mean, just plain and simple. You know, because the first spot we got over the hill, we spotted them there 27. We moved over to 20. And Trying to make you feel comfortable. Right. Closer the better. <laughs> well, yeah, because I thought. Cause I thought. Because Corey goes, "How? What? What yardage are you comfortable shooting?" I go, "Give me as close as possible, and I'll do the rest." Which I obviously didn't. But, anyways, so I have to stand up, and then at this point, I could see a little bit of their back and most of their neck. So I'm like, "Well, fuck." And it's tall grass, so I'm shooting through the grass. You should have shot the littler one. Oh, I should. I should. Sh- his body was all exposed. But no, you got. Oh, I'm getting greedy here. I, I had to go for the, the bigger guy. one. I got to shoot the big six by six with the full velvet. <laughs> the beautiful one. The beautiful one. And that's yeah, what you're talking about. A little kicker coming out. Yeah. <laughs> a little kicker. With the kicker coming hey, out. Any, any other details you want to fill us in on? What else did he have? A huge stack, sack of nuts. <laughs> yeah. He was huge. Yeah. He was a big <laughs> deer. He was a big deer. <laughs> you know, when Corey, Corey glasses a deer and goes. The one hard horn's awesome. The one velvet's a fucking giant. <laughs> you know it's a giant. You know it's a giant. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I can, I'm like, I don't even know what the hell, I can't even tell what they are, you know, and he's like, oh, he's getting excited. That's so, part of it. You got to be excited, or why would I be doing it? Well, I know, right? but I can't even tell what the hell they are at this point, and you're like, he's a fucking giant. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So. <laughs> Building the moment, boys. Building the, Build the moment. moment. And they could have been a little four-corn. If he said a fucking giant, I'd be like, all right, let's go. You know. But anyways. So, that, so tomorrow you're telling me I need to say, oh, it looks like Bambi. Let's go wipe the milk off his whiskers. <laughs> and then you can just put it. You'll be all calm and make the Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll just be like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't so, do that, did you? No, no. Anyways, I stand up. Draw back. And I feel good about the shot. Like, I'm settled in. I mean, it's 20 yards. 20 yards. I'm like, this has got to be the easiest, most perfect yeah, you, shot you in the world. You can use a 40-yard bin and still be okay. Right. But no, <laughs> that doesn't happen. So I can barely see him. So I'm like, come down his head, buried in where I think his body is. I'm like, okay, perfect. Go to squeeze off, squeeze off. Wind. <laughs> totally. I, I could test. I didn't see where the shot went. Totally because. way below him and to the left. And I'm like, you know what? You know that point. As soon as you're about to pull that trigger, pull it or squeeze it, or squeeze it, whatever. Punch it. Punch it. <laughs> I didn't punch it. I squeezed that thing you know right that through. Feeling. But well, you launch that arrow, and you're like, that's a bad arrow. Yeah. Before it even hits anywhere. It's, it's crazy because right before you shoot, you know it's bad, but you still like can't stop it. Oh, as soon as I squeeze that off, I'm like, that's a bad arrow. Yeah. And then they popped up, took off. Probably, what did you say? 150, 200 yards. Yeah, I ranged them at 162. So and they, uh, and they just stopped, and we laid down, and they were looking at us the whole time. Well, he's wanting to jump up and take off again, and I'm like, "Ooh, just lay down, just lay down, chill." Don't. They have no idea we're here. No, they didn't have any. I mean, they were looking you in our general direction. That in a spot and stock situation. You just can't go after them. I mean, I every way back east wants to just like take off and go see if they hit him or. Chase the deer down. I don't know what the hell you're gonna do. You gonna just catch him? Right. Gonna bulldog him or what? And he did. I mean, as soon as I lo- I launched that arrow, Corey knew I didn't hit him, and he pulled me down. He's like, "Lay down." And <laughs> so, then, so you're we're saying laying. twenty yards. You missed him. I missed him at twenty yards. Yeah, that's exactly what so happened. You're saying 20, it happens. 20 it happens. Yards, you missed him. And it, yeah. it's called hunting. 
I mean, we're not raising what, pen deer here. What'd you say? What, last what, night? What's it called, Eric? How far was it, Eric? That's just hunting, man. That's just hunting. <laughs> that's just hunting. <laughs> it's just hunting. And that's, that's why they call it hunting, not killing. Hey, I mean, honestly, that's right. If you never, if you never, never miss something at twenty yards, you're you haven't hunted enough. You yeah. haven't lived. Oh, for sure. Missed. And then you know, like me and TJ were talking earlier. He goes, "I think I remember the misses more than I." Remember yeah, the absolutely. kills. Yeah. I've got deer they on do. My they wall. sit in your mind more. Yeah. Oh, they do. I, I, I sure do. I do. You know, I always have a story. I, I said that to Larry McCoy. I've said it to you. Sure. And I've killed a lot of deer around here. Of course, I've been around my whole life. You know, and I pull up on a hill and I say, well, I remember I killed deer over there. But I've killed a lot of deer clients, too. But yeah, it just, uh, you remember your misses. Yeah, they burn. A lot more. And I've missed deer. They burn. Um, I miss deer with a rifle. You know, it's mm. pathetic. Yeah. You're like, huh, belly crawl 150 yards and you miss them. Uh, and you got I mean, Corey, that was one thing I wanted to ask. You know, obviously, you run this outfitting business. You you take clients out, all this stuff. You know, when when do you when do you hunt? Um, hopefully, I mean, of course, we're we're farmers and ranchers, so um, we got a lot of shit going on. Yeah, we get done here with this hunt. You know, we're not going to bring any more hunters in until we get done with harvest. Yeah, and we get done with harvest. Hopefully, uh, we get done early this year, and I get time to go sit in a stand or spot and stock some mule deer. You know, I'm a I love mule deer, yeah. so I'll probably be out there you know i see them every day i'm trying to get a buck on my path that i want to try to go kill and mount on the wall i mean i can't give that up I and mean, my kid made me aware of that uh, logan he's turning to be a hell of a little guide for us he's a sophomore in high school now but uh, you know last year he told me he said dad you just you gotta go on a sunday afternoon i just gotten back we just finished up a hunt in late december grabbed a muzzleloader went out 45 minutes Smoke pole killed me a hell of a whitetail, but it just the smokeless pole. The smokeless pole. The smokeless pole. <laughs> yeah. But it was, uh, you know, it just I got lucky. You know, I I, I kind of know where the deer are at, but I didn't. I killed a hell of a buck, and I didn't realize, you know, that's. Well, you know, with that being said, you said you wait till basically harvest is done, and then that's when you really focus on it. So is that more the rut? I mean, do you get into the rut of white? So our rut, our rut happens uh, basically the end of October to the, you know, it's the fifteenth of November. Okay. Just like everywhere else. Yep. I ain't focusing on the rut. I'm worried about my clients. We don't we don't go out and just slaughter deer ourselves by means. I don't. I was. It was the end of December. It was after Christmas. So, um, just we just make sure everybody's happy before we go out and try to take a deer ourselves. Yeah. Uh, there's so many around i don't have to struggle too hard to go out and yeah. try to do something no. that late season for us muzzleloader is just a kick-ass time because there's nobody else hunting you can come out smoke poem same way as this like uh, early season archery here how many mm-hmm. other hunters have you guys seen in town no. none not Zero. a single one nobody uh, everybody says you guys are hunting deer what are you hunting right now pete yeah. and i say well we're hunting deer when did i open september 1st like wow really it's still summer right i mean it was 84 degrees today Uh, we go hunting yep i mean it's it's the way it is and and, i don't know you just gotta you gotta love what you do to do it sure day in day out um and And i love it and by far i mean i'm hooked on this shit because it's not like at home where you sit in a tree and you wait for the deer to come to you you know you spot these deer you can spot them three fucking miles away and all of a sudden you're off on foot going to try and spot and stalk this deer the only yeah. problem is is the deer might not be there when you get there sure yeah, yeah. and, and there's and so many goalies and stuff you, yeah. they might be bedded and you think oh they're gonna be there and me and mr mccoy have got into that a couple times on this trip and 
get up there and where'd they go? And, right. And then you try to get around on them. And then yeah, you bump into here and here. Yeah, it's, right. it's, it's so different than the Midwest. I mean, you guys know you guys are from Iowa or sure. whatever. And, Clint, you've yeah. got to experience it here. You've been yeah. out here hunting with Philip, running the camera. You know exactly awesome. what I'm talking about. I've never talking. Uh, mule deer hunted, but Phillips has some phenomenal whitetail hunts out here. Yep. As probably a lot of the listeners have seen on the HS videos over the years. And turkey hunting's phenomenal. You can hunt all day, kill three turkeys. Philip and I. Yeah, we don't we don't lay in bed on Sundays. So you, nope. you can kill three turkeys and anytime day. you want. Yeah, yep. anytime you want. That's awesome. You buy three tags, you can boom, boom, boom. You can triple up right there if you and want. And it's possible. Oh, very possible. It is possible. There's that. Oh, many it's happened a lot. Yeah. I mean, they're everywhere out here. So cool. So cool. But how? How? Like a lot of people. I mean, whitetail hunters back home that haven't mule deer hunted. You, you spend eighty percent on the glasses. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for it, sure. It, it, you can't. Sure. Like, you just, you, we don't a lot know of people we're... don't look through binoculars back home because. Like, I'll I mean, tell you right now, I've, I haven't used my binoculars this much whitetail hunting, <laughs> and I've had them for probably two years. <laughs> yep. Total combined time. You know, yeah. Total One combined. Thing, too, is the, um, you know, I've, had, I've been fortunate enough to be out west and hunt quite a bit. Uh, and even though I'm from the Midwest, it's still like a two day training session just to train your eyes yeah. to hit your eyes to, notice yeah, to, I mean, to really know what to look for you know you, other than the first two days you pretty much just have your binoculars up just kind of scanning around you're like oh that's a pretty cedar <laughs> you know right you know really because you don't really know what to look what for. to look for right and and i've done it and every year that i come out west it's like a, a it takes a day or two to get acclimated to to knowing what to look for you know to what's going to stand out and to where it's like you know the first few days ryan over here too you know he was like one spot by the third day we're like here give ryan the spotting scope. yeah this guy has motherfucking eyes on him like an eagle he does colorblind too it's great it's great to have his colorblind somehow we we went out to sand hills yesterday morning and uh that's why i just let him say here right and and, and ryan goes hey there's a buck out there i'm like i'm looking through my binos i'm like this guy fucking high. Like, I can't see shit. He can't tell the color of a pool ball, but he can and, find yeah. a buck and he's, five he's just miles using, away for He's you. using binos, and then he sets up the uh, spotting scope, you know. He goes, oh, come over here and look at it. And I look through it, and I'm like, yep, still can't see it. <laughs> oh, now I can see it. And it's just the top two tines of a fork horn. I'm like, how in the flying hell did you spot that with binos? <laughs> It was insane. It was fucking crazy. And that's something everybody needs to know. It ain't like you got to bring a spotting scope. I mean, we've right. got no. spotting scopes. You bring your binos. We'll do glass. And when you see something and you want to take a better look because there's such a distance. And that's right. when you get the spotting scope. It saves me a lot of miles and, and, you know, dirt on the boost to go, okay, back in the days we used to hunt, we didn't have spotting scopes. You know, so, hell, that looked like a pretty good deer. And you'd walk two miles and go, shit. Right. four corn. Yeah. We're done. I don't know. Let's go find another, you know, and go the Man. other way. Now it's simplified. You my just... eyeballs hurt after glassing so much. I know. I feel like my I should have, like, binocular vision at this point, <laughs> how much time I spend behind the binos. But it's just crazy how much different it is here from one state over. Yeah, but then think about this, though, too. Tonight, you know, back to your, your deer story, mm-hmm. we didn't bugger those deer. Nope. We, um. We didn't push them. We laid down. They didn't know what happened. They kind of moved off. We kind of kept downwind, kept moving with them, 
and walk another two, three hundred yards at a time. I'd peek over and say, okay, here they are. But, they, I mean, the wind's blowing, and I've told you guys about that about mule deer. When the wind's blowing real bad, you take away their hearing. They have them big ears for something, and it puts These them on extra radar. These are like fucking satellite dishes on their head. They are. They are. It's crazy compared to a whitetail. Like, you, first time you see a mule deer, and you're like, what the hell has that thing got on his head? <laughs> They're they huge. Were, they were just like sentries tonight, you know. We we left them at what eight o'clock. I said, "Hey, I, I hate to tell you this. I know you, we're within two hundred yards of these deer. Oh, yeah. We just flung an arrow at." And I'm like, "I hate to tell you, man, but if we go in there now and try to kill them, low light, and we're just gonna be boogering stuff up. They got us pinched. Yep. Let's back out. Yeah, back out. You're hunting, so let's yeah. hunt tomorrow. And we'll we'll find these deer tomorrow. Oh, for sure. And so I hope we got a better story tomorrow. Of, oh, I I I hope so, but. You know, I mean, at the same time, Corey's like, we can go after these deer right now, but then you have, you might bump them to the next property and they'll never, you'll never see them again. And I agreed with him. I go, hey, you know, you know these deer a hell of a lot better than I do. So let's back out and we'll go after them in the morning. It ain't like we're bottle feeding them or anything like no. that. But I mean, it's. But the thing is, we, we bumped them the one time when I shot at them and they were, you know, they, we chased them, you know, a hundred yards at a time. And then finally. The last spot we spotted them, they were feeding, they were comfortable. Yeah. So hopefully they bed down right That's there. The thing when you, when you shoot at them, I mean, if they don't see you, they just they hear something. They don't know what it is, so they jump and run. Sure, yep. sure. And they're just they're so clueless to what happened. They don't know they're being hunted. And that's when they ran 100, 150 yards, whatever, and they were looking in our direction. That's when we just lay down on that hill. And we're not, there ain't like there's any trees or nothing. It's just, no. It's and the just, grass is only, at that point, we're on that hill. It's only, what, eight, nine inches? Maybe? Right. And, uh, yeah, they and we no just laid there, and then finally they kind of trotted off, and we're like, okay, let's go look for my arrow and make oh. a game plan from here. But I wonder how many times a day they do that. Yeah. Like they think, you know, some shit like that bumps them off. When we were watching them at night, and, and, of course, they were radared up, and, and maybe that's an instance they did. But, yeah, I mean, that one buck just... I don't know if a morning dove or something right. flew by, and he just yeah. he jumped to the side. And I'm like, see what happens? I mean, we, if we try to get in there, every crunch we make. Yeah, yeah. The only way we can do it is if we get down to our skivvies mm-hmm. and no shoes and just try to crawl. With our in dicks there. in the dirt. <laughs> Screw that. <laughs> dicks in the dirt. Dicks in the dirt. I mean, I, so what? So I, I saw Eric walk around the hotel there night in his underwear, so well, he's definitely want, comfortable. I didn't want a cactus in my dick. I ain't so. scared. <laughs> <laughs> I said we better pull out of there. No, no, no. <laughs> no cats and dicks here. No. So it was it was kind of a rough night, you know. So we get, I think the whole ride from the ranger back to the truck. I didn't say a fucking word. I was. I did though. Oh yeah, Corey, Corey's still joking around being Corey, and I'm just like. Well, it's pretty yeah, fun. It's, it's a ton. If you can't enjoy it with your friends, even though you missed, you know, I think we're becoming pretty good friends about the whole deal. I mean, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody that comes here, I, we're going to be lifelong friends. From the first time For I sure. meet you, first time you meet me, I hope it happens that way. Everybody's in camp. Everybody that comes here and hunts with us, I mean, you can call me 24-7 time of day, and we'll carry on a conversation like you were here. If you were six months, you haven't been back here or whatever in the middle of summer, and you want to call me and ask me, say, what are you seeing out there? And I'll say, well, fuck, right now I'm putting up, hey, I ain't got time to talk to you, but I'll take time to, <laughs> I guess, sit here and right. we'll bullshit about it. But i tell you what I've been seeing. But you know what? It's just a great time having everybody come out here and enjoy it and meeting yeah. different people. And well, it's been a fantastic yeah, it's oh, definitely it's been a, it's been a fucking blast fun around here. deer camp, yeah. for sure. I've never, never, met a, never met an a-hole in camp yet. Like Eric? Have you met a yeah. horse's ass? Oh, yeah. Well, that one I can't <laughs> contest. What about Doom, Dumas? Dumas? You ever met a Dumas Walker? 
Dumas Walker. <laughs> kind of catch right me here. off guard there. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just cool, though. I mean, we get everyone together. You know, TJ, Doug, Brady, Clint's here now, Larry, Ryan. Hello. We all knew each other, Phil. Hey, we all knew each other before coming to camp. And then you had, you know, Jason. Colton. Colton. Oh, we knew him before, but he doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> all guys film kills. Yeah. You know, we got Jason, hey, Col- Daryl. Colton's, Colton's a, a good lucky, luck charm, a really. Good luck charm, man. He is. He's my killer, man. Yeah. Daryl and Farrell. Old Daryl. You know, Jason, Daryl, and Corey, you know, we just met them coming into camp, and we feel like we've known them for fucking 10 years now, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. It just. Yeah. I mean, anyway, we sit around here, play guitar, sing some songs. You're going to get along with pretty good, so. That's a fact. You get your own concert in camp. All right, I got a question. Yep. I'm a first-time hunter here. Yep. First day out, we spot a big muley. We got five, six days to hunt. What's the, say it gets dark on us, what's the chances of killing that deer out here? Pretty good. He usually ain't going to leave the area if you if you bump him. I mean, depends if what the weather is. I mean, if it gets to be hot, he might burrow down the trees, but you'll catch him in the morning, you'll catch him at night. I mean, so usually you're fine, but we we seen one last night. Mm-hmm. Um, come out of the woodwork like eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Did we not? Yep. And I'm like, we'll find that deer this morning. So we put our boots on, and we, I don't know, we went four point two miles this morning, hiking, look for him. We never seen him. Seen another, uh, different deer. Uh, uh, I don't know. I didn't see him because I would walk back. To the ranger was playing the leapfrog. Yeah, he was a four corn, real wide four corn, but yeah, he's gonna be a good deer but, this year. Yeah, the odds are trying to find one. Is, I mean. But the problem is, is we have so many deer. Mm-hmm. I always say that. So we might be going after this one. We might stumble across another one. We weren't even trying to hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, your odds are pretty good. You yeah. know, just like this morning when, because uh, Larry and uh, Ryan were at the same place we went tonight, and these were totally two different bucks than what you guys, what Larry and Ryan seen this morning, yep. that they were after. So it's just crazy how. So well, we have how many how many people are in camp this or in the last 12 days? We've we've taken uh, we got twelve hunters, so you're I mean twelve guys actually pulling the bow back and letting an arrow fly. Your opportunity chance and, out here. I mean, it's knocking yeah. on a hundred percent. If here. I'm not mistaken, every single hunter that's been here has had, had an opportunity. opportunity. Yeah, yeah. everybody's Man, had an awesome. opportunity. We've killed. Uh, I, I can't keep track. Well, we've killed eight, uh, eight, 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 nine. eight deer, yeah, eight deer, um, four mule deer, three whitetail. Right. Yep. Yeah. We got and, uh, and we missed a smoker in the beans. Uh, Dave Farben just. It couldn't connect at 36 yards. Uh, just, I don't know. It they, happens. Everybody misses. Don't yeah, take it. Do. Don't take it to heart. Well, oh, this ain't the first time it's happened. <laughs> I can tell you that right well, now. What's really cool to me is obviously this time of year, you know, bucks are coming out of velvet. They're they're changing their summer patterns. So like, and, you know, Phillips buck for example, you've got you guys have never seen that deer. No, you know, no, it's crazy. it just kind of showed up. So all these bucks are, you know, they're they're changing their pattern. They're stripping velvet and they're just moving in. Yep. Um, so you're going to see a lot of deer you don't have on mm-hmm. camera. Um, so like what Clint said, you know, the odds of seeing that deer. Um, you know, the odds are pretty high, but they're also pretty high for seeing a brand new deer that just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to change my area and I'm going to come in here. Every day me and Larry McCoy and Ryan have been hunting. We've been, we stumbled across just different deer every day. Yeah. We Same had, spot uh, every day. We had uh, three encounters one night, you know, that were, you know, we great deer. I mean, I'm talking 100 and. 45 to 160 inch deer and everybody asked me that question what am i going to shoot out there i said I'm, we're going to kill what you want we we're not on a you know if you kill 160 we're going to charge you so much per inch no that ain't the way it works trophy right fees and all that shit hell no yeah. it's you come here you kill what you want to kill 
If you look at a deer and you're all ecstatic and I can see it in your eyes, I say, we'll go kill that son of a bitch. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'll say, eh, if there's something bigger, I'll say, hey, there's something bigger. Uh, well, and that's what I thought was I don't awesome. want you pulling the string on a 120-inch. Right, and that's what I know? thought was awesome about Doug's story was you looked at Doug and go, would you kill that deer? And he goes, fuck yeah, I'll kill that deer. Oh, he was so excited. He, so you were like, let's fucking do it. I was like, yep. fuck yeah. Well, I went to the camera and go, I frick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's what's so cool. Like, <laughs> freak yeah. Freak yeah. <laughs> and that's a th- that's the thing about me and Doug. You know, everyone everyone here at this table right now is used to having a camera in their face. So, you know, you get us you get us drunken hillbillies around, and we're like, fuck yeah, let's fucking go do it. And then you look at the camera like, I mean, yeah, we're going to go over this hill. Of course, like, you we're gonna put like, a, fuck yeah. We got two deer cold, cold sitting cold over here. Like, we're going to put it over the hill, and we're going to put a stock yeah, in them. Bro. <laughs> I, think, I think we did something like that tonight, didn't we, where we had to kind of tame it down a little bit for the camera? <laughs> No, none of that goes around. How, how, <laughs> how, how many hills was Corey ahead of you tonight? <laughs> I know that son of a gun moves fast. I was, I was keeping glass up. Glass and wise, him. he's about yeah. three hills in front of me. <laughs> well, glass and wise, yeah, you can't Jesus. keep up with that shit. Oh, I remember, I remember the first time I came out here. I was out here with Philip, and I, I'd seen, I think, my first mule deer I seen in Nebraska. It was like a hundred and thirty something inch deer or something. I was looking at, man, that's pretty cool. Corey's like. Half a mile down the road in a truck. He's like, let's go, man. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. I mean, like, you, you get up on a hill and you're, you know, he's already got his binos out before he even throws a fucking ranger in park, you know. He's glassing, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to look, too, because I want to be cool. Yeah. And then also, I want to be cool. I've been trying to do that, then, I've been trying to do that the whole time. And then time. all of a sudden, like, you pull the binos up to your eyes, and you're like, and you're, like you're taking <laughs> off in the ranger. I don't even know what I'm looking at. No, I don't even know what the hell's going on right well, now. Well, Larry's telling me they almost rolled it the other night, going through some pretty rough stuff. Well, that shit happens. There's some rough I mean. terrain out here. And don't get me wrong. I mean, we said... We've set. Uh, we got uh, certain hills that we know where to go to, and sitting you can glass forever. Oh and yeah, we sat well, there. We sat there the other day, and you know, Facebooked and kept up on stuff. And said, "Hey, these some bitches are going to start moving here for too long," and they didn't move, didn't move, and then all of a sudden it just boom, like clockwork. Six o'clock, deer start popping up, and we didn't know what to do. We're like, "Oh, we got a good buck that, over here. We got a good buck over there." And that's one well, thing that's amazing out here is because, like hunting the, the sand hills, for instance, it's you when you're standing on top of the hill. You're like, there ain't no freaking deer out here. You're out of your mind. Right. And then, you know, you said it just looks like a grass pasture. And then at 6 o'clock, they just start popping up out of the ground like mushrooms. It's, well, that's how crazy. it was last yeah. night. We were we yeah. parked the ranger, and Corey's like, hey, we're going to go down this ridge and pop up on the other one, and we're going to glass both sides of that ridge. Yep. And uh, so we, we walk down and get on the other ridge. We're glassing, we're glassing, and all of a sudden he's like, all right, let's go back to the ranger. And we can see the ranger across were, the way. Yeah, they were right and below right us. Right below us, two I'm bucks talking, come out. 150 yards. They were bedded the whole time. That's we sat crazy. there in glass probably 15 minutes is, before oh, we least. left. Is that normal, or is it because? It's oh like no, hot, yeah, it's normal. I mean, you got to realize these deer too out here. They see us. They see us moving around all the time. You know, we're in rangers doing salt and mineral uh, checking cows. You know, mm-hmm. um, we still do a lot of horseback stuff too, but that's normally when we round up or. Uh, work cattle but you know rangers quick and easy we can put salt mineral on the back go take care of our cows make crews we drive by those deer all the time the whitetail's not so much you know they're always down hard bedded just like it is back home for you guys you know they're they're cagey sons of bitches but hmm. the mule deer i mean they're 
know, whole different ball game. But yeah, they were maybe 150 yards from right, right below us, and we were sitting on top, like glassing the whole time. Then we went to the other ridge, and then all of a sudden we turn around to go back to the ranger, and here they pop out right below where we were glassing the whole time. Huh. Two bucks. So Corey, so so for someone that you know has never built deer hunted, um, anything like anything like that, they've just whitetail hunted Midwest or wherever. Um, obviously mule deer are way different how they how they act how they move um, they're still going to feed they're still you know going to bed but you know how how do you hunt them exactly like are in the early mornings are you looking for them coming back from the fields are you um, waiting for them to bed and then and then going after them in the evenings are you okay you see them pop up at five o'clock you know are they popping up going to the fields can you go after them or how so most that of them, most of them it seems like to us right now in this early season what I picked up and I mean I'm learning just like everybody else does every every year, but they've been they've been feeding you know late evening and they bed. I mean, I don't th- I think they honestly they take cat naps during the day, mm-hmm. but if the wind's blowing stuff like that and the sun's shining, it's just like us. They want to lay in the grass, kick back, take a siesta, enjoy it, yeah. you know. And yeah. I don't know. It, it's I can't I can't tell you I know everything. I don't. I mean. I thought you did. <laughs> I know, you mine, you know a lot more than we easy. do. When I kill mine, <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> like you knew you doing. But I, 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 the minute I think I know everything, I'd, I'd be in the wrong. You know, yeah. they, they outsmart me every day too. I yeah. tell you what, though, I learned a hell of a lot these last two days just hanging out with you and taking yeah. us out. And I mean, what does me and Eric out there by ourselves? I mean, <laughs> we go, I mean we're doing it all. But you it's guys, like, it's like you guys our, seen deer though, didn't you? Oh, we, we seen did, deer for sure. Yeah, you guys come back in that first morning. You guys come in. You know what? Early morning, you know, we'd been out hunting, and I said, okay, me and Larry got to go out. We've got this deer pinpoint. Hey, you guys, I want to shove you. Um, didn't shove you. I said, hey, you guys can go up here and hunt yep. this place. Yep. I mean, just right right outside town. Yeah. Yep. We did, what, We're what, maybe a half a mile outside town? We're seeing deer. Yeah. And I said, do you guys have any luck? I feel bad if you didn't. I'm like, oh, man, we've seen three bucks. And I said, was a pretty good climb? You're like, oh, shit. Fuck yeah, it was. <laughs> Jesus. That... Well now, first well now, looking at it, like I, I would be like, okay, let's go after that fucking buck, you know. Before I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm walking all the way. <laughs> oh over fuck there. Of that! Because I'm a fat, <laughs> I'm fat and I'm lazy. No, thank you. No, you, you can see a long way through Binox, but well, man, I mean, it's just like I mean, down, I wish like, people could see this, but Larry's like the first night. He's like, yeah, you, you pull up your Binox, you're like, yeah, that deer is far away, and you pull him down, you're like, oh, good God, <laughs> <laughs> it's like three miles away. <laughs> You know, it's crazy. It's crazy yeah, how you just see a deer yeah, and you're like. First day we hunted, me and Eric see a buck far away and like, yeah, oh, we got too many days to hunt. Fuck that. Yeah. That's one thing TJ and I talked about. Really, if we see a deer really far away, you're how like, do, do we you go even at, get how there? Do you, how do you begin to be like, all right, he's he's two miles away. Um, how I, I how could, do I get there? I could tell you right now, tonight, even though I missed, if Corey wasn't with us, I don't think I would have been able to approach it the way that he did you know like yeah you know because he's every little hill that he could see these deer he's glass them okay they're still there we'd go he's like okay it's it's way too short here they might see us let's go all the way around 500 yards and go around this hill you know where i would just be like i'd walk straight well, yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna just i'm just gonna bend down hunger a down, hunger down and walk the best. Yeah. yeah you're like you know it's it's a two-mile walk if they if they see me, they they see me. Right. I mean, that, I mean that would have that would have been my mindset. It is at what the time. it is. Right. But at, yeah. you know, it's just cool to seeing him work, saying, "Hey, okay, they're still there. Let's go around the next hill. Yeah. 
still there. Let's go around. And that's awesome. That's what you look for in a guide. I mean, Corey obviously knows what he's doing. He knows he, what the hell he's doing. He knows, Absolutely. He knows Mule Deer. He's, he's been around him his whole life. So, um, Brady and I walked 10,000 acres. <laughs> and when we said, oh, yeah, we in this middle of this 10,000 acres, we landed on this. And Corey finished my sentence. He's like, oh, yeah, I, right there next to that power pole, blah, 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 blah. And you're looking down over that one single pole yeah. in 10,000 acres. And he goes, yeah, I know exactly where you were at. Exactly where we were. <laughs> That's crazy. What, what's your, what, more, what hunt do you enjoy more, the archery or the gun? Archery. Archery? Yeah. yeah. Archery's great because I like to get, yeah. it's a challenge for me. A gun hunt to me is easy. That's why I don't gun hunt anymore. You know, I either pick up a smoke pole or pick up a bow. Um, I got to get, I like to get close and really get on that deer i mean this archery has to make you a better guide at i mean doesn't oh, it oh obviously yeah, yeah. I mean, it does i mean you gotta you gotta take it to the next level it just nobody can come i mean there's not just everybody can come out here and do this well i was just saying when you're gone that like at tonight's situation if we would have spotted that deer i would have never went at it the way that we did it you probably went straight at him well not straight at him like i would have kind of dodged hills but i wouldn't have taken it where you're you back, know, you you're know, back a half mile and come back. Right. And, we're, yeah, we're like, okay, half, they, they might see three us. Three quarters of a mile north you know, of them. Where you were like, okay, they might see us. Let's back out and go around this hill. I would have been like, oh, shit, I could just, like, bend down a little bit, you know, and be a ninja and just sneak around this and go over the hill. But, no. What, I mean, that, you what's it going to take for Philip to kill a mule deer out here? One to walk uh, in front of the, his truck? He just got to find one on trail camera. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been trying to get old P. Vitty out there a lot of years to kill mule deer, and he used to give me an excuse, well, a hunter specialties wouldn't let me do that. But someday I'll get him on it. But you know what? That guy is a hell of a whitetail hunter, and, I, and I've what? learned a lot about hunting whitetails out of tree stands than I ever knew. Because before Philip come around, we didn't know anything about that, really. I mean, right. it was all spot and stock on the ground, which we've killed. You know, obviously, Brady, you killed yours on the yep. ground. Yep. I enjoy that a lot. Um we do that all the time, but P. Vitti's taught me a lot, and he's been coming out here for 14 years. And I That's crazy. It's loyalty. Yeah. I love having that guy come out just because not only are we great friends, but I gain knowledge from him. Yeah. He hunts from Arkansas, you know, Kansas, Iowa, uh, Montana, North Dakota. He I mean, sees everything. What you're, what you're saying is Philip knows how to kill white I'm saying, you know He does. Good, you know he as good as someone comes back here for 14 years. Yep. And, and the thing is, too, like, none of this would have happened if it wasn't for Philip. That's, That's right. true. Because it, right. it was Iowa Classic, and he's like, boys, I got a hunt Thank for you, you. I'm like, okay, we're, we'll, yeah, me and Doug will be there. For you. We'll be there. They don't call him Big Meat for nothing. <laughs> Big, Big meat. meat? I've never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, hang on. Well, hang on. Where does that come from? Yeah. I, think, I think that's just he a TJ. He puts the meat in the freezer. Oh, oh, oh I got oh. you. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. What do you guys think? I hey, well, I don't know what the hell was going on there. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. But <laughs> you, got, you two are pretty close. You I guys didn't are know. horrible. <laughs> yeah, the man knows how to put meat in the freezer. Yeah. Oh. Now, he's a straight white tail killer, man. Yeah, he is. That Absolutely. He that loves it. Turkey, too. And I, oh. I mean, how, many, how many big deer out here has he killed? He's killed three booners. Four. Four booners? Four booners. Yep. That's insane. Is that true, Philip? You know how many people... Four booners? Gross. Gross. He always gross. says... Philip, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. He always downplays it all the time. Yeah, but that, that's gross. That was gross. <laughs> that was gross. No, he killed two gross Mariams. 
28 pounders <laughs> last year, like nine o'clock. I was falling asleep running. Right tripled that day. Oh no, that's what's crazy. I mean, you know how many people don't don't kill a booner in their lifetime? That's Phillips right. killed three or four yeah. here, here at Hidden Valley after at this place. It's insane. I mean, and, so and, that's and the thing is, that. the thing is, like, if you want to go kill a muley, you can do it reasonably. Yeah, right here at Hidden Valley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You for sure. You can do it. Yeah, you're gonna. You're <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! Hey, hey damn! Who, who invited you? Opportunity, hey, opportunity, opportunity. opportunity. Yeah, opportunity. Great, great point. One hundred percent opportunity. Make sure you shoot your bow six months That's in advance. Ninety-nine percent research and outfitters. Yeah, I mean, you get you in twenty yards. That should be a hundred percent, but. If you're looking, I guess some people just don't got it. Trust me, when when I miss at twenty yards, he goes. I couldn't got any closer. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know what could have. Do, do well, I, I figured it was all in the back. <laughs> yeah, what, Corey's like, what, what did Corey do? say when you sh- when you fired a miss and it hit sunk about eight inches deep in the Nebraska? <laughs> That's sand. what he said. He go, he just kind of looks around. He looks at me and goes, "Was he already back on the Ranger by the time I couldn't get his glasses?" No, no, we were low in miles, hey, two miles oh, yeah. away. My question is, who dropped him off at the tavern? Because we're all there. We're we're all, <laughs> yeah. we're all shooting pool, having a beer. All of a sudden, Eric walks in. He's got his head down. Just like, well, no. First, first of all, I go. We stopped to get a can of chew. I go. They still at the tavern? He goes, "Yep." I'm like, "Drop me off." <laughs> I told so, him. You know what? I told him. I said, "If I was you, I'd go home to the motel." Which we do have a lodge, but it's full right now. So right. you guys are staying out at the motel. But yeah, anyway, motel I said, "If I, nice. if oh, I was yeah. you, yeah, Winston and Sweet, mm-hmm. yep." Yeah, but I, awesome. I said, "You know what? If I was you, I'd just go home, <laughs> lock yourself in your room, and." Don't, don't come out don't let him bother you. I'll pick you up down there, and we'll go hunting again tomorrow. <laughs> well, we had a, no, he was a glutton for punishment, man. He jumped right into it. We had a, he we literally had a said this. He goes, yeah, if I were you, I'd just go back to the hotel and just lock the door and go to bed. This. I'll just Eric, pick you up tomorrow. You yeah. don't even have to see those guys. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even have to hear uh, what they have to say. Do you know how funny that would have been? Eric, that, Eric uh, just actually goes, I need a hat slack come my way. I'm like, he's, he's kidding. <laughs> Well, yeah, these guys all thought I was fucking with them. Well, what's I'm like, what's I'm, funny is, is you had the balls to come into that tavern when you knew you were going to get slapped. Oh yeah, well, no, this this is what happened because we all missed. So Corey Corey slammed <laughs> yep. on his brakes, dropped me off at the bar, and this is in front of the bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, oh fuck. Well, and he goes, well, call me if they're not there. So I call him. He goes, yeah. I go, I forgot my wallet in the truck. <laughs> He goes, all right, meet me out back. <laughs> so originally I was going to walk in the front door, but now I had to go out in the back door. <laughs> so we, we, we have a tradition around my place. If this, you miss is a, a deer, this is a Schmidt tradition. You, you get hat slapped. Yep. I mean, we've all been there, so we all get hat slapped. It, it feels demeaning, but it's deserving. If anyone's friends with TJ on Snapchat, you've seen it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Plus, so, you've seen the whole story. So of- Eric texted me, you have a hat slap coming your way. And, of course, we're at the bar because we're already done hunting because we uh, made our shots. <laughs> And uh, we're having a great time <laughs> we playing pool and everything, shooting the shit. No freaking so mercy. Tell, so I tell TJ, you know, I was like, Eric just texted me. He said, is the headside coming? He's like, he missed. And then he texted me at 20 yards, he missed. And then Brady had a theory to himself. He's like, I think he's fucking with you, dude. I think, Nobody I think he misses shot a big 20 one. Yards. Yeah, Nobody no, misses a no, 20. He's like, no, not even an idiot would miss a 20 yards. <laughs> he's like, he's fucking with you. I'm like, I, I hope to God he is. And then I was like, he goes, I swear to fucking God, I missed. <laughs> and I go, yeah. he's serious. He, yeah, he definitely missed. Well, and no. then, so the funny story is, uh, so we're walking, you know, we see these deer, they're 
bending down eating whatever, and we back out. Both get, big deer, too. We get halfway to the ranger, and Corey just Monsters. stops, and he looks at me and goes, Giants. Giants. You know how cool it would be if we just walk in the bar, just all sad face, sit down, to, sit down at the bar, still order a beer, and go, we're getting drunk tonight because we're done. And no, I I said, at, no, I said yeah, that. that let him, let cool, him walk Eric. out back after we get all fucked up tonight. Yeah. Walk and, out back yeah. and that son of a bitch is laying on the fucking <laughs> yeah, back of the bed. That would have been real cool. And eh? then I look at him and go, so what you're saying is I fucked up tonight. <laughs> and he goes, yep. And he just keeps walking. <laughs> no. I mean, the thing with that is that was obviously, you know, that sucks. It burns. But oh, yeah. if, if, you're not, if you haven't missed a deer... You're not, you haven't hunted enough. Yeah, you're right. Sure. I mean, sure. everyone, everyone's done it. Um, it's it's a tough, tough um, feeling. It's a it's a tough thing to get over. But I mean, if if you haven't missed, you just haven't hunted enough. Oh, it, everyone's it, done it. It hit fucking home as soon as I left that arrow. Go, I go. That's a bad shot. That's a bad shot. And then they got up and they're walking perfectly. And I'm like, well, you know what? Shit, fucking happens. You know what? Yeah. And you're in my t- position, I'd like to see a bad shot and a miss. Yeah. Then a let's hit him in the back left. Ham or back leg or <laughs> something. Now I'm sitting there jumping to chase that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Daryl's still here. Daryl's still here. Not not poking fun of you, brother. You guys are ruthless. By the way, we're ruthless here. Deer, deer can We don't give a fuck. We're ruthless here. Ruthless. Oh. Well, Whistling Dicks is going to write a song about this, and the band's going to be like, that Peterson, he's a pain in my ass. <laughs> he's a horse's ass. He's, he's a, a horse's horse ass. Horse ass. Oh, shoot. But no, man, that's, that's, that's the up and down. Some blood and done. Is it all your discretion? It's on our discretion. Um, we actually had a gentleman that was in camp before, and he, he made a shot on a whitetail. Um, it, we didn't have it on video. I couldn't back up what the shot was. I left up to, we had, Keen was in, Keen Low Miller was in here guiding for us. I say, hey, it's your, your call, dude. He says, I think that deer's walking. So, um, yeah, it's all to our discretion. Yeah. I mean, if you gut punch one, I'm sorry. Yeah, 20 yards. Yep. Yeah. Just, we got to make that call, man. That deer's dead. We owe it to that animal. Yeah, um, for sure. We're not just going to let you go out there and fling arrows and think you're $100 million and mm-hmm. shooting at 100 yards or anything like that. But, um, no. <laughs> What's that, Larry? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a reasonable hunt, cost-wise. I mean, everybody here. Works. Yeah, we're all in camp. Everybody we're all working. Having a great bonus. time. Uh, yeah, for oh, sure. oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. nice plug. Yeah, reasonable hunt. Yeah. Yep. We this camp we developed here. I guess uh, we dropped the price down, helped out. But yeah, it's a it's a what great time. We just what? don't give our deer away by any means, but no. I mean, what what are we looking at as as far as price on a, on a whitetail mule deer? Um, either or, either or tag. I mean, hunt. what are you looking at a hunt for a guided hunt out here? Uh, usually we charge about three grand, but we drop this one down to let's say two grand. Okay. Um, but and you can't hardly go anywhere in the country. No. No. You can't absolutely can't no. Yeah. no. Velvet too. With pretty for much a hundred percent. You know, opportunity yeah. rate. Yeah. That's all we can promise. I can't promise I can drive the arrow straight through the son of a bitch, but I'll put you on deer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you could have, Eric could be done right by now, wouldn't he? Hell, if, we, uh, if you could do that, Corey, this you, place would be. Yeah. Corey, why don't you just shoot, shoot for everybody 
And then we won't have to worry about that. Hell, I don't know. I haven't been able to pull the string yet. I, <laughs> I was hoping we'd all be done. Then maybe you guys could come follow me around and so maybe get to shoot Bambi. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm setting up his ritual tomorrow. <laughs> somebody that's never I think uh, I won't pull the string Larry, until we get everybody taken care Larry of. Larry might have set up Eric's ritual again. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Ruthless. Doug is ruthless tonight. God damn. Oh, I don't give a shit. Put it on just 60. Just let it rip. It's a good deer, buddy. Hey, you know what? It's a privilege hunting with you. Thank you, Corey. It was awesome. That was a great hunt. All right, I think we're gonna well we're gonna wrap it, it up out. there. We're end it with uh, tomorrow morning. I think Eric's gonna be done. Yep. I mean, we'll get after him. He misses. Well, he's not gonna miss this time. He's not gonna miss. Okay. He didn't miss. No. Just he's do, he's he's done fucking around, right, Eric? Just playing him out. Darn he's one a good story. Wasn't behind. big enough, Darn I guess. Dude. <laughs> well, I hope like, he's waiting on a one night. I wish he. I wish he. I, 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 I wish he just turned to me and said, "Well, oh, Pete ain't good enough." <laughs> from, we just walked away. But yeah. no, from I see footage, what he's doing. From footage, I yeah. seen. I hope he didn't say that. Because what's really Oof. what's really cool to me is you know he had the opportunity tonight, um, missed the opportunity. He's gonna go back tomorrow. He's gonna have another opportunity out yeah. here. And I, I mean, uh, he, even the, even if that was the last day, I would still be coming back next year to try and kill Mealy. I yeah. mean. This shit is an experience that everyone needs. I mean, especially from Iowa or the Midwest where you're tree, tree stand hunting all the time. Oh, yeah. Come out and experience because you're going to fucking fall in love. It's a rabbit hole. Exactly. You know <laughs> it the is. thing is, too, is it's like Brady said, you know, you ain't hunting enough, you ain't missed. And the thing is, is those misses make you better. They do. It's a, it's they how, do. You know, they make you better. And I hope you know, you're going to remember that forever. And you're going to know. You know, basically, you know, what not to do. If the wind's blowing, if that, you know, mm-hmm. if it's not the right time, it's not the right time. It's not the right, right. time. Don't screw the exactly. trigger. Yeah. Turn, so, turn to me uh, and say, I'm not comfortable. Yeah. You know? It's, it's and so, I, sh- and I probably, say, well, honestly, we'll I probably should have done that tonight, but. No, and exactly. But the thing is, is that that's my point is. I learned. Exactly. I learned it's, something. It makes you better. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And that's one thing with bow hunting is, you know, overcoming that adversity um, as far as, you know, when to make the shot. And, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't, if I didn't make a good shot. Um, what are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? Um, oh, he's always laughing. <laughs> he's always laughing and smiling. I think he, I think he tooted. <laughs> he tooted. Nope. But no, that's that's the. DJ tooted. That's the that's the awesome thing about bow hunting, man. Is it is it makes you a better hunter overall? Um, because you obviously have to be close. You have to be um, stealthy. You have to be all that stuff. And uh, even when things are right, you can still make mistakes. Oh, for sure. Um, so, I mean, even the best bow hunter in the world is going to learn something new oh, every season. Man, every, everybody's every season. made mistakes. So that's the cool thing is overcoming that and then still succeeding past that. Yeah. Um, that's what's really cool to me about bow hunting. And and you're uh, trying to accomplish it and you're getting done tomorrow. I just want to end the night. I mean, it's great because you didn't take it really hardcore. I've had guys that come in, I don't want to shoot another deer, you know. I I. Sit in bed all night thinking about that shot. Yeah, throw your bow across I, the yard. Yeah, and I say, yeah. piss on that. Right. right. We're Let's having find fun. another. Yeah, we're having fun. If you don't want to love doing this, then yep. get the hell out of here. Come, right. let's go find another. Yeah. They're just right over the hill. I was kicking myself in the ass there for a while, but then I'm like, I got a good group of guys back at home that aren't right. going to give me any shit about this. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're going to. I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking about. We're in the wrong camp. Every yeah. one of them. Are you talking about back at home yeah. or at camp? Well, well, they're well, they're going to give me a hug. I'm thinking, yeah, they're going to give me a hug. They're going to say, gonna understand. I, yeah, and, and I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to kill this deer. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. 
That's what it's all about, bro. That's what it's all uh, about. Man, all right, Hunt Camp is out. fun, ain't it? Hey, hey Steve, Stephen Muller, can you close us out? Yeah, yeah. Everybody Sorry, I was watching WWF here. No, no, we're going to closing statements. TJ, what do you think? Closing statements, what do you think? Closing statements. Why... Go, G-Y, 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 no, no, we're, 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 we're on the table real quick. Okay, okay, no, let's say something positive. Tell me something positive. Hey, folks, ladies and gentlemen, let's honor the ritual. Let's go shoot your bow. All right, Brady, something positive. Something positive. I thought I was wrapping it up. Jeez, guys. We're going to do something positive. All right, we're going round table. Yep, round table. Do you have yours figured out? Because you put me on the spot right there. Yeah, maybe. No, no, go ahead, Brady. All right, guys. something positive. Just uh, trust in God, and everything will be um, how it's supposed to be. Bingo. Doug? Wow. wow. Follow that. Follow uh, that. Wow. Do it. Uh, Aaron, what's a 20-yard shot tonight? <laughs> Real close. 20 mute. yards. Mute. Positive. Positivity. I'm getting there. Okay. Okay. Mute, Give me a second. mute him. But tomorrow morning, 40, I mean, 40 yards probably, he's going to smoke him. Big old mealy. We did talk about that. 46 and, and a half it. yards. 46 and a half. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. You're going to have back. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Clint, something positive? Um... Been great being here at Hidden Valley. It's been nice getting to know Corey and hang out with all you guys. All us rascals. And uh, just hopefully I can come out here one day and get a chance at one at all 20. Right, moving on. <laughs> 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 come on, Larry. Tell us something positive. No matter how cloudy it is outside, the sun will come up tomorrow. <laughs> Ryan, some Ryan, you got something positive? Hey, hey, nothing. That was was pretty original. Corey, something positive? (laughs) I just want to take this time to thank everybody for coming out here. Uh, It's been a hell of a camp. We've had um, a lot of fun. I'm glad everybody's getting to experience Nebraska. We're kind of a hidden little hole. Hey, you know what? Speaking of Hidden Valley, real quick, uh, it's funny they say Hidden Valley because. there's definitely a hell of a lot of hidden valleys you don't see there are until you start walking. Hey, hey that's a fucking fact. <laughs> but I'm glad everybody's got to come back here, that's experience right, yeah. us, yeah. our little small town. Everybody here has been gracious, and uh, I hope everybody does this again next year, and we're going to have a hell of a lot of fun. Yep. Yeah. Even if we don't see anything, we're still going to have a hell of a lot of fun. Oh, that's yeah. a fact. Absolutely. Yeah. How many guys are in here just filming? And having a blast. I'm not hunting out here, and I'm having a ride. Yeah, we got four four camera guys. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. absolutely. We're yeah, Clint comes in, and he's thinking he can try to steal a hunt probably at the last fucking minute. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, yeah, I figured you guys would be tagged out on this swing in here. We had to cut them all. Clint's like, find me a deer, and I'll get online and buy a tag real quick. <laughs> Can I get a uh, right. go <laughs> Something positive. Something positive. Something positive. Oh, I just want to thank Philip for uh, inviting us on this trip, and uh, – I want to thank Corey for the hospitality, the great food, and teaching us how to fucking mule deer hunt because we don't know what the hell we're doing. I still don't know what the hell I'm doing. I shot one. So. No, no. I mean, <laughs> some positive. I'm going to shoot one tomorrow morning. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we'll positive. wrap it up. Yeah. Hey, we're going to tip some shit over, buddy. Hey, can I uh, redeem myself from the other night? No, I'm going to meet you. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. And uh, why don't you go shoot your bow? One, one more. If if you don't kill tomorrow, you're going to have a long-ass ride back to Iowa with this guy. Oof. <laughs>
We got a little bonus content for you. A little something, something. We have uh, old Sad Daddy himself, <laughs> Philip Vanderpool. Sad Daddy himself. Sad Daddy himself. Daryl Davis from Whistling Darryl, Dixie. Yep. Good to be here. There's a uh, little tune here. And Daryl just came out with a song called The Virtue. The Virtue, so no pun intended, right? It was written especially for. It actually was intended. Yeah, oh, it was okay. intended. Okay. Yeah. Pug. Pun. Shut your mouth. <laughs> hey, nothing from the peanut gallery. Yeah, there. shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth up there. Hey, hey, Steve. Shut your mouth. <laughs> All right, so they're gonna they're gonna play us this song. Play a little tune here. All right, y'all ready? Yeah, this is the yeah, first time. This is not like yeah, this is... been rehearsed or anything. Right. <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, you're even better. Like if is. you're on this show, nothing's That's rehearsed right. around here. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, we fit right in then. That's right.
it in a big black hole Underground got me some pure and from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.